In the cozy heart of North Carolina, as Christmas bells ring their tune, Triad families decorate and dream of a home they hope to buy soon. They are tired of paying rent, but have been too scared by the news. Less homes for sale and higher interest rates gave everyone the blues. But as we go into the new year, there's an opportunity for joy, as a new home in 2024 is on Santa's wish list for every girl and boy. Rates are lower and homes are selling. The triad is quite hot. The Sharp Mortgage Team will talk to you with great care and thought. Even if you are not ready today to take the next step in your life, we know that life can change quickly for a husband and wife. There is no obligation to talk to our local team about your dreams. No stress at this time of year. It's as easy as it seems. Celebrate Christmas knowing you are well on your way to build beautiful traditions and magic for future holidays. The Sharp Mortgage Team raises a toast to your family's festive cheer, whether you're ready now to buy or waiting till next year. A house truly becomes a home when filled with love and holiday songs. Christmas 2024 in your new home is where happy holiday hearts belong. This is the Triad Podcast Network. Welcome to the 14th episode of Top Tier Talks. We have member David Kraft who's also going to talk about DC performance, but um, welcome, David. He has been a member here since August of 2022, so almost a year and a half. Um, yeah, welcome to Top Tier Talks. Yeah, thanks. Excited to be here. <laughs> um, we can just start with some broad brushstrokes about where you're from, growing up, athletics and then we'll, we'll get into some more specific questions about athletics and fitness and physical therapy and your business but we'll start there yeah um i guess my background i i grew moved around a lot whenever i was a little kid um but i grew up in georgia like southeast of atlanta um grew up playing a bunch of different sports um me and my brother I have a twin brother so we played everything together, but the thing that I stuck with the longest was baseball. So then, uh, you know, started started lifting and exercising to try to – I was a pitcher, so I wanted to throw harder, right? So I started lifting weights. Um, and so I went to college for baseball and did that, and, yeah, just kind of carried over. Sports idol growing up, who was it? My sports idol? Yeah, sports, sports idol uh, growing up. Chipper Jones. Yeah, big Braves fan, so. Yep. Did I answer all your questions? Well, yeah, that is a good start. But um, <laughs> well, when, when, did, when did you realize to get to, to be able to throw harder, it would help to add some muscle or just be stronger? If you weren't looking to add muscle, like when, when, at what age did that hit you? Uh, my dad tried to tell me for a long time, um, and I didn't really listen to him. But uh, probably like my junior year. Of high school? Of high school, yeah. Uh, there was a guy on the team, and he was recovering from Tommy John. And he was like, he was older. He's like, hey, you're going to come with me, and we're going to work out. I need a workout partner. And I was like. I'd never like been to a gym or lifted weights or anything like that. And I went and, uh, yeah, I loved it. And so then that next spring, um, jumped like 10 miles an hour in my fastball. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh man, I wish I started doing this whenever I was a lot younger. Like my dad told me to. So, all right. So can carry on that. Like what age do you think it'd be appropriate? Not, not necessarily to, to focus on one sport. And we can talk about that if you'd like, like a one sport kid, which I, um, but at what page do you think it'd be appropriate for people to actually start? Like, instead of just, Oh, I'm just going to like work out. Like, is it, is it good to work out at a younger age or is it intent? Like tr- int- not necessarily intensive training, but very intentional training. 
right? Like what, like what are your, what are your thoughts around that? Like as far as like a structured program? Yeah. It doesn't have to be a structured program. Like, Hey, I am doing this intentionally to get stronger, to throw a baseball instead of like, Oh, I'm just doing general physical preparedness to be like, not a well-rounded kid, but fit like well-rounded in fitness. Right. Like there's a lot of pitchers in baseball that maybe not, they're not very fit. Right. Right. Like if they walk up two flights of stairs, they're going to be winded. So like what, what would, what approach, if you could go back and tell yourself what approach to take, what would you do? Yeah. Um, well, that was a really badly worded question. Yeah, no, you're good. I mean, I think as early as early as you can, right? Like okay. as early as I think the myths have been have been okay, busted yeah, there we go, of there we go. lifting weights stunt your growth. Uh, that is totally untrue. As as young as the kids are, can physically safely pick up a barbell. It's I think it's time to start doing it. But it doesn't have to be a barbell or dumbbell. Like I mean, it can just be play. Right? It's like Kyle Habdo always talks about. He's like, just go out there and play and move around and. Just, kind of explore your body and see what you see what it's capable of you know yeah no i mean i would i would agree um i didn't uh junior senior year i got dumped in high school and then my buddy took me to the gym on a sunday afternoon we worked out for like three hours and i couldn't walk right for like a while couldn't straighten my arms because i didn't know what i was doing and i just followed him around and he didn't really know what he was doing um but i always i grew up playing right like i was the kid that over the two-story or detached garage, we had stairs going up, and I would tie a, a garden hose to it and climb up the side of the building, like just because like I wanted to be a you know commando or whatever. Um, so I just I played a lot. Like I was always outside, I was always working, um, but there was no structure to it, right? And then I go to college after you know basic training, and I get exposed to actually physical training instead of just like sports conditioning for basketball, which basketball you don't never lifted weights that was never a thing for basketball players at least not when i was playing over a decade ago 15 years ago actually um so it's just interesting to me like what you like like you said uh kyle have talking about just get out and play explore your body but i I wonder what would be different have been different for me like playing basketball if i would have had a strength coach to be like actually work through some things what i because i wasn't clearly i'm not very tall right but I, i played physical so it's just interesting um, you know, I, I would say you're an expert in the field of physical therapy, physical development. So, and I, I did, I, I think I worded it so badly because I wanted, I didn't want to lead into like, Hey, the myth of like lifting weights yeah. would be bad for your bones or stunt your growth. And right. that's exactly what I think it's just made up. Right. Um, yeah. I think it, uh, I think that's something that came around based off of more of like an expert opinion versus like actual case studies or yeah. research. And they did the research in their, you know, expert opinions, kind of like a, the lowest level of evidence right so um but yeah absolutely well whenever i was growing up i guess i didn't have a structured plan but i was never i didn't i didn't really do video games or anything like that so whenever i did something that you know made my dad mad and he wanted to punish me rather than like taking away my playstation or my phone he would just be like drop down 100 push-ups don't get up till you finish them you know what i mean so that was kind of like my punishment and so early on so then he'd be like you need to work out for baseball and uh i didn't want to do it so he would like write me a workout and i wouldn't do it but then same thing when i went with my friend we did a bunch of rows that day mm-hmm. and i couldn't straighten my arms for like a week and then we left actually for christmas to go visit my family out in iowa and we drove all the way out there and the whole way there i just watched like youtube videos of like ct fletcher and mike Rashid and all those guys just like trying to figure out how to work out and yeah i mean from there i've been obsessed pretty much have you ever gone back to your dad and told him he was right? Um, we haven't talked about that yet, <laughs> but I'm sure he knows. Yeah. What, what did you ever see him working at? I mean, because like, he seems like into fitness. Um, 
he he would like go through phases a lot whenever whenever I was growing up. Like he would go through a phase where he went to the gym for a little bit and then he'd kind of fall off. And then he got really into some of the home stuff, like uh, the beach body stuff. Mm-hmm. What's the insanity? Oh. He did insanity for a long time, uh, kind of off and off for a little bit. Um, but he actually got really involved in cycling. So now cycling's his thing. So he does like the centuries and stuff like that. And now I've convinced him that he'd be a better cyclist if he lift weights. So now I'm writing him workouts that he goes and lifts weights now so that he can be a better cyclist. So the tables have kind of turned, I guess. Let's come full circle. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. So, and I mean, I think after the age of 50, if you're not lifting weights, Mm. you know, what are you doing? What was it like to be a college athlete? Um, Yeah, I loved it. I mean, I loved baseball, but I think the, the bigger part of it was just being on that team, like, and being a part of just like your best friends. And we all lived in the dorms together and everything like that. So just from the day I walked on campus, like the first day I had like 50 people that I could like potentially be really close friends with versus like going to a big college campus and not knowing anybody and didn't have to join a fraternity or anything like that. It was just like, just kind of that. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Highly recommend it to anybody trying to uh, decide if they're going to make that decision or not. Always go small school and play sport. Did your twin brother also? Um, my twin brother was a wrestler. So my dad was a wrestler. And so my dad told us in seventh grade, he was like, you guys both uh, are going to wrestle this year. And then I broke my arm playing football. So then Noah wrestled and loved it. And so that kind of that got his fix. So I never have to wrestle, thankfully. But, yeah, then he ended up doing really, really well and, you know, placed like top four in state like every single year and he actually had a he had a lot of schools like air force and a lot of like really big schools reaching out to him to wrestle but he he didn't want to do it he's uh super smart a lot smarter than me and so he he uh he wanted to go to a big school and and get the get the education and everything like that so it worked out for him baseball was never his thing as much he was more of like a wrestler so I feel like when you came, when you visited here, you had not been into a gym like this before. I feel like you were m- more into, like, I don't know. He did classic strength conditioning. Very different than high-intensity yeah. interval training. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. just if you want to speak to, like... I didn't mean to speak for you, but like, I just wanted, yeah. I wanted to clarify like, our terms. I feel like so you I... were wandering the neighborhood, yeah. <laughs> and then you came upon us, and then I think you ended up working out with PJ that day. Um, and, yeah. Um, yeah, just, like, the evolution of what you've kind of how your fitness has changed in the past um, 18 months. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, I trained for baseball for a long time, and then whenever I graduated and whenever I was in PT school, I just did, like Ben said, very classic strength and conditioning, Um, you know, the big compound movements and accessory stuff to kind of complement it. Somebody who doesn't know that. Um, Bench press, deadlift, squat, and everything to make those three things better and kind of – just, I guess you could call it bodybuilding, but I wasn't really doing it for bodybuilding. I was just, yeah, I just wanted to be strong. Work. If we're talking about power yeah. lifting, really the classic, yeah. classic strength conditioning would be those three, I would say. Yeah. Um, and then bodybuilding would be accessory work. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, just the difference between the two of those. And that was kind of what I was always used to a little bit. And, um, and then during COVID, I started like, sorry, what, go ahead. What did, what did you do for conditioning? Would you just like, hey, this is a completely separate training priest? Would you like get on the elliptical for 30 minutes, uh, spin bike? Yeah, well, so uh, clearly you're very you're very conditioned. Um, well, in college, 
we we every day we did we worked out twice so we had a strength person and then we had conditioning like in the afternoon and so i never had to worry about it before and then i got to pt school and uh it was it's kind of a a wake-up call because then i had to like actually like go out on runs and like do all these things and i didn't like it at all but i never really did any kind of like um high intensity kind of training or anything like that it was all just very like low impact almost like zone two right yeah yeah just going out for a a a jog classic strength conditioning though that's what you're going to see i'm curious um, and we can delve into it if you think like where you actually see a a better for an athlete not not specifically not specifically for general physical preparedness right but for an athlete do you think you to a certain degree you can get better results from that Um, the only reason i I watched a video of an old school football strength coach i'm talking like from the late 80s early 90s uh, old school is relative right depending on how old you are but for me that'd be old school and he was talking about, I see all these new guys teaching people the Olympic lifts and particularly the clean. And he was like, I just don't see how that translates to football. Like, Power. I'm, huh? Power. I mean, I mean, yes, but he was like, you, you, but there's different ways. He was like, it's too technical is what he was saying. Like, why am I going to teach time doing technicalities when I can teach? And I don't know, I don't know what his examples were for power output, right? Like, I think the clean is, is a good power force, but I mean, clearly you got college football players hand cleaning 450. Like, that, that, geez, like, what do you, what, what, what? <laughs> I'm not a little dude, not a weak dude. And I can't, there's nothing I can do if you grab me. Like, there's nothing I can do. If somebody yeah. can hang clean 450 grabs me. Um, um, again, badly worded question. Yeah, I was, I was thinking. Uh, not, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, no, I mean, what was the question again? So breaking it up between like a strength portion of training, like you, like when you oh, said yeah, in college, yeah, yeah. like an hour or whatever it was okay. for strength, and then you did conditioning separately, um, or is that a myth as well? You think? Yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it's whatever you think you need to work on as an athlete, right? Like if you're like, I was a pitcher. And so everything that I did was as hard and as fast as I could for one second, you know? And so I did a lot of like one, two, three rep maxes, a lot of power development, force production, all that different kind of stuff. Um, and then I, I did sprints. So I didn't run anything more than like a 400 or anything like that because I was trying to go for like as hard as I can to work in aerobic. So I think it depends on what you're trying to work on there. Um, if you have, say you have somebody that maybe doesn't have a great aerobic base or maybe they're a little bit, um, they get winded easier or something like that, then, then I think that they definitely need to work on something like that. But I don't know. I mean, I think it depends on that. I think it depends on the athlete. Yeah, I say, so it depends with context, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with, with context. Yeah. 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 I mean, but it's, but that's why, I mean, if you have a coach, right, like even for these teams and stuff like that, um, like the coach should, be able to recognize that for each individual player and, and be able to tell them what they need to work on versus like everybody just does this kind of one thing, right? Because every athlete's different. Everybody moves different and everything like that. But, yeah. Does that answer your question? It does, yeah. Okay. Um, back, to, back to Melissa's question. Um, yeah, so I did that for a while, and then I came here when I was studying for boards. I came up for an interview because uh, I wanted to move here because Carly, my girlfriend at the time, now fiance, was in PA school. And so, uh, yeah, so I was coming up here for like a two week stint to kind of study and hang out with her and do whatever. Cause I wasn't doing anything. And yeah, the apartment gym just wasn't cutting it for me. And I was like, I need to figure something else out. And so I was going for a midday study break and I was walking past and I saw like all the rings and the squat racks and everything like that. And I mean, I didn't really know that I didn't really know like exactly what it was, but I was just like peeking in the door and Chris was like standing right there and he like opened the door and he was like, what's going on? Can I help you? And I was like, yeah, I just wanted to check it out. And, uh, 
I was like, yeah, I just want to come and um, work out like while I'm here for the week. And I was just going to come squat, bench and deadlift and do the same thing. And so very first day that I came, PJ was just about to start working out and I did it with him and I had a blast. I think we were doing Murph prep. And so, uh, yeah, so we were doing Murph prep and and I had a blast with it. And then I came back the next day and I was going to squat and then Stefan was doing a workout with a bunch of jump rope and, uh, dumbbell hand cleaning jerks. And he was like, you want to do this with me? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'll do it. Why not? And so then the next day I worked out with Chris and then the next day I worked out with PJ again. And then I was like, it was like a lot of fun. Um, and so I think I was kind of looking for that a little bit. I was looking for something different cause I was, I was getting bored with the, just going to the gym by myself and lifting weights and kind of going through these like ruts and highs and lows. And I just, I needed, like I said, I missed kind of more of like that team kind of being, being a college athlete. Like I miss, I was like missing that a little bit, you know? And so I think it kind of filled that void and also introduced me to things that I never did before, like Olympic lifting and, uh, all the gymnastic stuff and um, everything. So it was a, it was like, it brought on a whole nother challenge of, I felt like I was a very fit person. And then now it's like, I'm a complete novice at this again. And so it just gave me a chance to kind of work on something too. So it was fun. This time of year, people like to make plans for what they want to accomplish. Maybe your focus in 2024 is buying, selling, or investing in real estate. Maybe it's purchasing your first home or building wealth for your family. Whatever your goals are, the agents at The Ginther Group can help. It's never too early to begin working with Blake Ginther and his team, who have been a trusted resource to the triad community since 2010. To reach Blake and his team at The Ginther Group, just visit theginthergroup.com or give them a call, 336-283-8689. What made you want to be a physical therapist? Ooh, the big one personal statement i'm gonna take a drink first <laughs> i mean is it about or how did, how did you meet carly and how do you how do you decide that she's the person okay. that you want to spend the rest of your life with Ooh. so <laughs> um i'll start with the first one we'll do the second one uh so i knew that i don't know i never really thought about it i, I was like i'm gonna go play baseball in college and after that i don't really know i didn't i knew i wasn't good enough to go play pro but I didn't, I didn't want to have to think about it after baseball was over. And so I got recruited and everything like that. And I was talking to my dad and I was like, I know for a fact, I don't want to sit in an office and look at a computer. I was like, I know that obviously it's important jobs and that's just not, not what I see myself. I want to do something, you know, outside or whatever it is. And he was like, Oh, okay. And he had a friend who was a PT and he was like, well, we could look into this kind of physical therapy thing and see what you think about it and everything. So I was like, whatever. So I got to college um, and I sat down with my advisor and she was like, what do you want to study? And I was like, you mean, I, what do you mean? She's like, well, you got to pick a, ma- you got to pick a major. And I was like, you don't pick my classes for me, you know? And so she's like, okay, here's our majors. You can pick one. And one was exercise and sports science. I was like, perfect. I'll choose that one. That's the one I want. Uh, so I was at like the freshman 101 class and they were showing you all the things you can do with this major. And anybody that knows anything about exercise science, it's a lot of, uh, post-grad stuff. So there was all post-grad things that you kind of needed to be able to do it. And so one of them was PT. So my mom had had a couple of back surgeries growing up. And so, um, I went home that May on mother's day, we were camping. She like bent over to just like put her sock on and her back just like went out and she like couldn't walk. And we had to like leave early and I was having to like 
care, like help her get in the car and help her do this and help her do that. She couldn't do anything. And she called her surgeon and her surgeon was like, you have to go to PT. And she was like, this is the stupidest thing. I need another MRI, all this kind of stuff. And we went in and the PT was like, all right, look, give me a couple of visits. If you don't get any better at all, then I'll message your surgeon that I can't help you. So she's like, okay. So we went back and after like the second or, and I'm talking, she couldn't get out of the car by herself. And after the second or third visit, she was like walking around, touching her toes, like doing all these things. And it was just, for me, it was like, I think it'd be so cool to be able to like make a change in somebody's life like that. Cause I, I saw how much pain she was in. Um, and so I now know that, uh, not every case is that way. That was a, that was a one in a hundred thousand or whatever you want to call it. But I mean, it happens every now and again, but yeah, so I just, I thought it would be really cool to be able to impact somebody's life like that. So that's why I decided to go. And so then I went back to school that fall and I was like, all right, I'm on the PT route. And so that's what I chose. You had to change your major or, any, or did you have to No, change? exercise science okay, is a yeah, pre-PT route. Yeah. yeah. So basically I went to a small school. So basically it's a, it was a athletic training and biology and they just kind of put them together and made an exercise science out of it. So I took a lot of the biology classes and all the athletic training classes and yeah. Did you go straight from undergrad to PT school? Yep. Graduated in May, started in August. Three-year program? Three years? Yeah. So it's eight semesters consecutively. So I started in the fall and I graduated in the spring. So I didn't have to do the last summer, but yeah, it was like three years. Okay. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. And wasn't quite sure what I was getting myself into, but we figured it out when we got there. How did you decide on like what type of PT that you ended up in? Um, yeah, I think, uh, well, as far as like what school I went to or like what field I was yeah, in. Yeah, I feel like I feel like different people like within PT. There's yeah, like, there's different. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just gravitated towards what I was interested in, mm-hmm. um, which is which is strength conditioning <laughs> and fitness. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, how would you apply that to the everyday person? Somebody that wasn't a collegiate athlete, somebody that has no athletic background, somebody that doesn't have a desire to compete in powerlifting, strongman, Spartan races, don't no desire to compete in anything. How would you say from a physical therapist perspective? I mean, you kind of mentioned it like if you're not if you're not lifting weights past 50, like what are you doing? But how would you not to give you an elevator pitch, but how would you break it down for somebody? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think on some level, whatever your starting base is, everybody should be doing something at least a couple of times a week to take care of themselves, right? Because like our bodies are not made to sit around and and they break down if we don't move them, right? And so I think everybody should do something it, almost every single day to take care of themselves. And so what I tell people, I'm like, if you are trying to take care of yourself and there's something that's keeping you from being able to take care of yourself the way that you want to take care of yourself that's where I come into the mix and I'm like okay whether it's a knee thing a shoulder thing even an education thing it doesn't have to be exercise related like you just need a little bit of coaching here or whatever it is um yeah I want to help people be able to take care of themselves because that's that's what I believe in I think that everybody should do it on some level and if if it's not it's you know you're not just doing it to you you're doing it to to your family and everything like that so yeah. So I I've seen it on both ends and so I just I want to I want everybody I come in contact with to have the opportunity to be able to do that, you know. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I was trying not to be leading but you don't need to be an athlete to like benefit from physical therapy or benefit from gaining a little more knowledge like um some people like they don't they have no desire to be an athlete but they want to be a better dad. 
You know, they want to be a better mom. They want to be a better brother or sister. They want to be a better example to somebody. Um, or maybe they just want to be a better human being. Um, again, I realize the term better is relative, but, like, if you can walk up and down a flight of stairs and not be winded, good chance your heart is a little better off than if it is if you get winded, right? Um, yeah, no, absolutely. And, I mean, it's it kind of goes back to what I was talking about. It's like I think that if you are doing something, like, physically uncomfortable to your body – on some level, you are an athlete. That's what I think. Yeah, that's um, if that's you true. if you have to focus on warming up, training, cooling down, if you have to focus on what you're putting in your body, if you have to focus on going to bed so that you can get up to train the next day, I think you're an athlete. Because, um, I mean, yeah, it's on a smaller level. Your life doesn't revolve around it. Uh, it revolves around your life. But at the same time, um, yeah, I mean, I think I think that's considered an athlete there. You're not going to get an argument from me on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, and especially I feel like since COVID, a lot of people have been able to kind of see that a little bit because everybody was sitting around a little bit more and maybe it was time freedom or whatever it was, but I think people have been moving around a little bit more too, Mm -hmm. which is good. So you move here, Carly, she had one more year of school and you started at a job. I did. Yep. I started at a, a job that I think I was actually here working out whenever I accepted the job. Yeah. I was talking yep. to both of you, um, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I, I worked there for a little over a year. Um, in the meantime, just doing a little bit of coaching here and personal when, training. When did you start seeing me for my knee? Right, so it was, was like about, uh, was o- year, late October, early October, November. So it was about a year and two months post-op, I guess. A year and three months post-op. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was after the knee started to after the runner's knee had gone away, so the knee wasn't jumping around anymore. Mm-hmm. So the knee was, quote unquote, tracking the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Probably wasn't, but you know. It's, yeah, we got linked up because well, you you had injured your back because the deadlift, the deadlift. Yep, I had, yeah, I had, I had bulged a disc. Yep, that's what I initially because the knee was doing okay. Yeah. Right, and I came to you for a yep. That's right. Yeah. So then we worked together for a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of slowly, slowly grew from there. Yeah. And get me back running one day. We'll get there. Day. We started plyos last week, so. Did some, did some today. Didn't. Slow. At least we don't, we don't have a timeline, so we'll get there. Hey, yeah. But, yeah, so I uh, did that for a couple of months. And then Carly and I saw you guys at Target. And you guys were both like, what do you, what do you think about uh, – it was like <laughs> I Christmas. That. Yeah, yeah I was like, it was last Christmas. Yeah. I was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. You guys were like, we actually just had a meeting about you. I was like, what do you mean? I've been a member for like three months. Why are you talking about me? And you guys were like, what if, what if you uh, came and offered your members to, or uh, your services to our other members? And so I started doing that in January. And uh, it was pretty casual for a little bit. And then I think between conversations between the three of us and me and Carly talking, we realized that it could actually become a reality. Um, and so we started pushing towards that. So, yeah. It's time to get serious about your financial future. It's never too early, but it could be too late to get started. And that's oftentimes the hardest part, getting started. How much do I save? Where do I invest? Do I save for college or retirement? How much for each? And who do I talk to about it all? Okay, we'll keep things simple for now and help you answer the last one we recommend you begin with a local financial advisor. And that's Jennifer Johnson of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. She'll sit down with you for a complimentary introductory consultation and go over all of your questions. 
Get started on the path to achieving your financial goals. Visit 3magnoliasfinancialadvisors.com or call 336-701-1600. Get comfortable with your financial future. 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors. Retirement, financial planning, and investments. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors. 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Yes, and that's a big a good opportunity to talk about DC performance and what you're doing and kind of, I think it'd be great to like hear the different people that you're working with, like in a, I don't know, well, yeah, way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, like, whatever you can say, and if you want yeah. to use specific names, you can talk about like. Yeah, just the kind. Because of, I, I feel like you have a very. Clear, I give you full permission to talk about whatever you're talking about. <laughs> hey, yeah, we we just started a little bit. We're <laughs> good. Um, yeah. So, out of top tier fitness has formed DC Performance Physical Therapy, um, and so that's me, David. But uh, yeah, so started out uh, a couple of clients just um, for personal training just for physical well-being and then i got another client who uh had surgery on his knee wanted to get back to running ultras and doing some of these other things but realized that maybe a little bit of the strength and conditioning focus was lacking and the planning for some of that was there so we started working together a little bit um but yeah so then so then from there uh i work with people from people with just mobility limitations thing people that want to have better mobility overhead to people who um, have got some like back pain flare up and they're not able to do the job that they're able to do and all all with the goal of you know getting back to being able to take care of themselves through fitness and things like that um, I feel like I gave my elevator pitch there a little bit there uh, prior to this conversation but yeah so it's not not everybody is what you think of like quote unquote traditional physical therapy um, where you get sent there by your doctor or your family med because they can't give you another injection or whatever. It's mm-hmm. it's truly if if there's if you have a problem and there's something that is stopping you from being able to do what you want to do, that's that's what I want to help people with mm-hmm. to help help them solve their problems there. And what are you able to do now that you weren't able to do at your previous job? Uh, just. Well, I'm one-on-one for a complete hour where it's just me and you, and we're going through um, looking at everything that you're doing. Through, doing, I have the time to really look at um, you know, total volume throughout your entire week. So I'm helping people not just plan out the hour that I'm with them, but talking about what are you doing throughout the week. Let's look at the total volume that you're doing for this problem or this or this or that, and really helping them kind of structure themselves and educate them a little bit better on um, – how to learn how to better take care of themselves versus like, okay, your doctor sent you here. Let's try a couple of weeks of physical therapy and see if that works. And if not, then, you know, we'll send them back and mm-hmm. see what happens kind of thing. So I think really it's just the, I'm able to, because I'm, as a new grad, I think a lot of people, uh, they get in and they want to change the world. Right. Mm-hmm. And the longer that you do it, you just kind of get burnt out in any kind of medical field setting. And there's people that don't do it and much respect to him, but, um, I think that, uh, I got out before the point of just kind of getting numb to a lot of the problems and a lot of the things that you kind of see in the, in the, uh, traditional healthcare system of just the speed and the reps and everything like that. So really just being able to, uh, follow up with people there and just really just care about them as a person mm-hmm. and help and just be on their team, you know, yeah. in their corner. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to speak to that just a little bit. Cause I mean, again, I want to be respectful of 
anything. Your relationship with other patients doesn't speak to myself, right? Um, and coming off the fourth knee surgery now, it's just really the realization that my body cannot do what it once did. But there's still there's still a sporting endeavor that I want to pursue, right? It's a little bit different, and me and you have talked about that. And um, I want to be able to be able to run again, right? Be able to produce force and 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 move quickly. And that is not well, quick has never been a word to describe me. It's, it's but like agile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Flexible. Yeah. <laughs> Flexible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no negative Ghost Rider. But um, to do this this new sporting, you got to be able to be quick. You're on your feet at least, and then I'm, I mean, I'm, I have two left feet, so like I'm I'm not I'm not coordinated with my feet, and just getting that 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 mind muscle connection that's been gone for three years now, or close to three years since the since the since the graft procedure. Um. What you're able to do is really hold space really well and let me talk through things that you probably already like. I know where this is going, but he needs to talk through it and get there himself. Um, that's what I was gonna say. Like I had, a, I had a very good physical therapist after the surgery at through Wake Forest or Wake Forest Baptist. Um, he did great, but it, there was times like to fit into his schedule, like he's having three or maybe maybe yeah three other three other people. So he's seeing four people, and it's like okay, well, I kind of have an idea of what I'm doing and what I'm supposed to do and what the stimulus is supposed to be, right? But I can't see myself move. And it's like, he's like, oh, yeah, that looks good. And then, like, I don't see him again for 30 minutes. And it's like, well, what did I just pay? I mean, forget what insurance paid. Why did I just spend $25 at the time? Because I had a great insurance and copay was very minimal. But now, like, my copay would have been $150 as a small business owner without supplemental insurance. So, man, like, if I'm going to pay $150, like, I'm going to go see somebody one-on-one. Like, there's a, there, like, it's yeah, a ton of fucking money. Oh, there it is. There's the E. There we go. <laughs> I tried to catch it. Oh yeah. God, man! Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Thirty-six minutes. But uh, <laughs> but also, but I mean, it's not like you said. Like it's not his fault. Like he's yeah. he's a great PT, but it's just the the fact that uh, that's just the nature nature of where we are, you know. And so it's and it works for a lot of people. And there's a lot of people who they maybe don't want to get back to the level of thing that you're doing, but. Like you said, you're an athlete, and you got to pay attention to it a little bit more, right? Um, I, I said I was an athlete. But okay. <laughs> I said you're an athlete. We'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> what I was saying is, like, you hold space really well. Like, I mean, me and Melissa are very different people, and um, you hold space for both of us. When we talk, we have a lot of conversation about how much, and I'll speak just for me here, but how much value you've added to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really, like, outside of my new sporting endeavor where I'm complete novice at and getting humbled every single time I go do it. Um, I, I feel like I'm able to like get down with my daughter more, be able to be able to play with her more, and I, I want to be that example, right? Like 50 plus, like, I want to be the example. Like when she's in high school, I'm like, oh, well, that's that's Cal's dad, like, like that's Cal's dad, because like it's not like oh he's X Y or Z. It's just like just he he can do and like he can be active with her, whatever her endeavors are going to be. Like I don't want to be that. It's just this. Oh, man, not this this dude yelling from the stands. It's like, who who are you? Like yeah. you you couldn't yeah. you know do any sport. Like and it's like, oh back in my yeah. day, it's like no man. Like what are you doing now? Like, yeah, you know, um, absolutely. Um, no, that's cool, and I appreciate that. But uh, I think I mean I think a lot of what I do is like I mean it's coaching just as much as it is as being like your your healthcare provider, right? Like mm-hmm. um, I'm with you for an hour a week, and so. I can either tell you exactly what to do and just kind of have you do it, or I can put, I try to, I try to almost put you in a position to kind of let you figure it out on your own. And so then you're like, oh, on that one, I did this thing. And I'm like, yes, exactly. Now do that again, like 10 more times. And you're like, all right, cool. And now, now you have a better understanding. And, and then I walk in the gym on Tuesday and you're going through the same thing that 
we worked on last week executing it perfectly because you figured it out not because I sat here and just cued everything that you were doing you know what I mean so sometimes and that's the perk of being an athlete is you're, you're able to figure it out there it goes again you're an athlete <laughs> well I think that you kind of are aligned in what even though it's, it looks different but like the whole known seen and heard with our um, members I really feel like you do that with your clients and sometimes it means I know that you went with him to his surgeon post-op appointment I mean that's like when you do things to really like get to get to understand the situation better to make you a better PT for your client I mean that that matters and so I'm glad you have the now the time freedom flexibility to do that as a small business owner now I mean yeah yeah I I appreciate it I've tried to uh I've tried to learn some stuff from you and take some things out of your book you're great on follow-up <laughs> and cultivating relationships and everything like that so watching the way that you guys kind of do it is has helped me kind of decide the model or the way I kind of want to approach that situation as well. So trying to model after that a little bit because, I mean, my sister's a small business owner, but I don't know a lot. So I don't know very many small business owners. So being able to kind of watch you guys do what you do has has helped me kind of decide what path or what vision I kind of want to run for myself as you guys have yours on the back of the board right here. But, yeah. So moving into 2024, what are David's personal and business goals? I feel like you were working on this earlier. We went from like a year and a half of not ever doing Olympic weightlifting to cleaning 300, which is pretty fast. Well, I, I had done there. power cleans before. I'd never done the... Okay, okay you never done the squat clean. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, was a very, it was a very smooth 300 clean. <laughs> in, the, in the video, you can hear Ben in the background. <laughs> Uh, coach, coaching me up. Leave that out. <laughs> yeah, coaching me words. up. Um, yeah, no, I think I think business wise, um, I'm six weeks in now, and so I feel like I'm starting to. Well, it was weird because for what was that like, ten, eleven months, I was working here in the mornings and evenings, and then going to work all day, and so I just my body was in this constant state of just working all the time and. Um, now I still work a lot, but it's like in a different form and it's being creative and it's following up with people and it's trying to build those relationships. And I have, you know, different kind of like free time and stuff like that. So I've, I've kind of started to get into my schedule a little bit, a little bit better where, um, I feel more comfortable with that. So I think going forward, just really getting a routine for myself and knowing how I want to kind of progress myself going forward. So, um, yeah. And then fitness goals uh i think i'm gonna try to do a triathlon this summer yeah a small one small one no Mm -mm. but uh if i ever if i ever get a client that does i want to understand where they're coming from and so that they i can kind of understand their mindset and the training for it and kind of what goes through it a little bit there um I want to cover like cycling, swimming, and running. I mean, yeah. Also, yeah. It's not just a triathlete, a runner, yeah, a swimmer, a cyclist. Yeah, like I want to have. I think. Well, and I think me working out here uh, has made me a better PT because it's helped me understand movement a little bit better. Because it's very different doing just like bench press, squat, deadlift versus like all the things that we have to do in here, all the movements that are programmed. And so I've had a much better understanding of movement. And so I'm kind of trying to take that forward into everything. So if I get a client who's a big runner or a cyclist or a swimmer, I kind of want to understand. Like I have, I have two clients that uh, 
work with horses. And so next week I'm going out to the farm and I'm going to ride the horse and watch them do their thing and try to get a better understanding of just where they're coming from so I can help them a little bit better too. Mm-hmm. So it's a triathlon. Yeah, triathlon. And- um, I want to... Just being a, a, trying to be a well-rounded business owner. Like to, the more you can understand, um, the more people you can connect with. Um, yeah, it's... I mean, before this fourth knee surgery, I had told uh, we had a member here that did a, sp- a sports try, or. Oh yeah, but it was like. I don't know. It was. Yeah. It wasn't super. It wasn't like a four hundred meter swim, like a five k. Oh, yeah, sprint. A sprint. Yeah, yeah, sport. Yeah, yeah. Did, see, clearly, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was but it I think smiley? What? Lat- L something. Oh, but okay. I don't. Anyway, it was something I'd kind of like. You know what? When I'm done. You know, at that year, I still had, uh, well, eight months ago, I still had aspirations of being a master's type of athlete. Yeah. Um, there's some just things that I thought I could do. My niece said, no, you can't. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, so was, I, I, grew up, I grew up watching the Ironman in Hawaii. And, dude, 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 that is really, yeah. the dude that pushed his son across, I was like, that's the most amazing thing in the world. You know, working out for 24 hours straight with a military background. I'm like, this is great. Then I realized, like, hey, you're never going to like running, Ben. You're just not. You're <laughs> way too heavy for running. So yeah. um, I tried to be a runner once. I don't know if I've told you guys that story. Uh, didn't go well for me. But anyways, no, I'm very much a – have always been an anaerobic athlete. Um, I've always had fast-switch muscles and been able to jump and run and do all these things. And so I think putting myself in that uncomfortable situation – will help me learn a lot about the sport, but about myself a little bit. So mm-hmm. just trying to go out and do hard things as much as I can. That's a good goal. And last, little shout-out to Carly. Anything you want to yeah. – you got a big year coming up. That's, that's probably yep. the biggest. That's probably the most important thing that's happening Getting married in next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll go back to your question from the very beginning about how we met. Mm-hmm. So uh, her best friend from high school was in PT school with me, and so she would kind of always tell me, like, I got this friend that I think that you guys would just get along really well with. And I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And so then she was like, hey, she's coming in town this weekend. Uh, are you going to be here? And I was like, I will be. So we hung out and absolutely hit it off. And so she left. And I was kind of like, all right, well, you live like 10 hours away, so see you. And then I texted her, and then we just kind of never stopped texting. And so she came down to Florida and visited me. And then six weeks later, I went to go see her. And then six weeks later, she came to see me. And then it was like this. And for like almost two years. And then I graduated PT school. And I was like, all right, I got to get a job. Uh, I think I'm going to come up there. And she was like, okay, yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. So I moved here. And a couple months later, we're engaged. And now we're planning our wedding together. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And she's also a member here. She's a member here. She's just started. She, uh, she came on Saturday mornings with you for a, while, for a yeah. while, and then yeah, shifted. Yeah, well, it's been interesting. So she, uh, she's got a great aerobic base, but she's never, uh, she wasn't super into lifting weights prior. I mean, she lifted a little bit, but just for like a year or two before she started here. So very different. But like the twelve days of Christmas workout the other day, she, I mean, absolutely flew through it. So yeah. And she just started her job as a PA, so it's been cool to kind of watch her grow into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll have lots of new adventures, both of you, coming moose. up. So. You got moose. Oh, yep. We got moose, you man. Got moose. Yeah. Puppy. Yep. Well, you had him for how long now? Oh, he's a little over a year now. Okay. Yeah. 
So he's living life. we got living his best now. life. Oh man, he he sure is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's his world. <laughs> we go to the we we go to the store. I'm like, hey, we need to go like run some errands and do this. And every single time we come home with a toy for moose or something like that, they're just all over the apartment. Every time I pick them up, he goes and pulls them out. Every single one of them, he's got to have all of them out before he decides which one he wants to play with. But yeah, no, he's a pretty good dog. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, we've loved having you as a member. We're so happy as you start this new business venture, DC Performance at a top tier. Thank you guys so much for supporting me in that. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's been an absolute pleasure having you here, man. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. This is the Triad Podcast Network.